Did you know Fast Growing Trees is the largest online nursery in the USA? With more than 10,000 plant varieties and millions of satisfied customers. I have their trees and plants at my home, and they're fantastic. Have you had your fair share of landscaping woes and wasted weekends at crowded nurseries? Finding fast-growing trees will be like stumbling upon a hidden treasure, believe me. With fast-growing trees, it's different. From fruit trees to houseplants, they have it all delivered right to your doorstep. Plus, their plant experts are always available for advice. And here's the best part. This spring, they have up to half off on select plants. And my audience can get an extra 15% off by using promo code BILL at checkout. So please go to FastGrowingTrees.com. Use promo code BILL at checkout. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money, your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Welcome to the No Spin News, Monday, October 30th, 2023. Stand up for your country. Lots going on today. We'll play you a clip from Friday night's live show on Long Island, which uh, went out pretty well, they tell me. I mean, I was there, but you never know because I'm on stage. Um, We'll also take a hard look at the Hamas ceasefire crew. Some very interesting things going on there. But we'll open tonight with Vice President Kamala Harris. That is the subject of the Talking Points memo. So last night on 60 Minutes, uh, there was the vice president talking to correspondent Bill Whitaker. So I went, hmm, this is interesting timing. Why would uh, the vice president, who doesn't like to do interviews, um, why would she be out there? I mean, what is she uh, trying to um, accomplish, right? All right. So I'll get to that in a moment. Now, the interview itself, um, 60 Minutes and CBS News had to know that the White House, which supervises uh, the vice president, had an agenda here. There's a reason, all right, why they were giving 60 Minutes Kamala Harris. Um, But that's okay. So if I'm CBS News, I take 
the vice president if I can get her because she's not around very much. So I know they're using the program. Now, I don't know. I don't think 60 Minutes to make any deal with her. But I remember the Leslie Stahl interview uh, with Donald Trump on 60 Minutes. And Ms. Stahl was tough. And she was wrong in a bunch of stuff that she said to Trump. Um, but it was confrontational from the jump. Not with Whitaker and uh, Kamala. There wasn't an ounce of confrontation. There were some tough questions, but no follow-up on those questions. Okay. Now, you got to understand two things here if you want to understand the story completely. First of all, here is the polling on Kamala Harris. This is real clear politics average. Favorable, 37%. Unfavorable, 54%. That's a disaster for a vice president. Because vice presidents don't do much. All right, they're in the background. And Dick Cheney was an exception. But um, usually, but to have 54% of the country going, no. So she's trying to rehab, Kamala Harris is, her image. That's what this is all about. But there's a why behind that. I'll get to that in a moment. So the first soundbite I have for you um, is perhaps the worst part of the Biden administration, the border. We have new stats today, by the way. I'll give you a little bit later on. I mean, this is such a disaster. There's no two sides to the story. The Biden policies have led to death, destruction, bankruptcy, chaos, you name it. Roll the tape. Most Americans say that they don't think you're doing a good job on the border, you and the administration. The number of people trying to cross the U.S. southern border is at an all-time high. It's no secret that we have a broken immigration system. Short term, we need a safe, orderly, and humane border policy. And long term, we need to invest in the root causes of migration. But the bottom line, Congress needs to act. Come on, participate in the solution instead of political gamesmanship. Yeah, that's right. It's con- Congress's fault. That we, we need a new system. We have three years, lady. When Trump left office the last year, there were 400,000 migrants who entered the USA illegally. 400,000. Now it's at least five times that because Biden knocked out Trump's policies. Now, Whitaker should have had that stat right there and said, wait, well, wait a minute. You're blaming Congress you know, root causes, but you've been sitting there, you and the president, for three years, has gotten worse every month. Why? Why was Donald Trump able to get this down to 400,000 a year, and you have now blown it up into millions and millions and millions? That's what you have to do as a good journalist. You just can't let her blame somebody else, because that's what you'll always do. Nothing is Biden and Kamala's fault. Nothing. Have you ever heard Joe Biden um, admit a mistake? Ever? Have you ever heard Donald Trump admit a mistake? No. Presidents don't admit mistakes anymore. They make them. They don't admit them. And Kamala is just, you know, she basically says they were ready for that question. The Kamala Harris people were ready for it. And the fact that Whitaker didn't have his follow-up ready, 
I, I, I'm so disappointed. Now, he'd been around forever, Whitaker. All right, the second one is the upcoming election. Go. Yet, the Biden-Harris ticket is running neck and neck with Donald Trump. Why are you not 30 points ahead? Well, I'm not, I'm not a political pundit, so I, I, I'm not going to speak to that. But what I will say is this. When the American people are able to take a close look at election time on their options, I think the choice is going to be clear. Bill, we're going to win. Let me just tell you that. We're going to win. So I'm not going to speak to that. If it's me, I go, with all due respect, and I mean that, I respect the office of the vice presidency. By you not speaking to the fact that you're not way ahead of a man you demonize every hour on the hour, Donald Trump, tells me you don't know why. You don't know why the Biden ticket is not doing well. That's what it tells me. Am I wrong? That's what you do with not Kamala Harris solely, but all the people in power. Now, how often do you see that? Think back to when I was on Fox. No politician got a soft ride on the no spin news. And we have fewer guests here because this is more of an analysis program. Um, nobody gets a soft ride here. Everybody gets challenged. But Whitaker did not do it. Go back to Leslie Stahl. If you, if you don't remember the interview, Google Leslie Stahl, Donald Trump. And you will see the vast difference. And then if you want to go back even further, Google Steve Croft, Barack Obama. So 60 Minutes has a relationship, what's what they call a relationship, with the White House, with the Biden White House. And they don't want to wreck it by asking hard questions. So therefore, we the people don't get any answers. We didn't get one answer. From the Kamala Harris. I sat there with notes and all, and I wrote a message of the day on BillOReilly.com. I hope you read it. And I could be wrong here, and I don't want to be disrespectful. I really don't want to be disrespectful. It's easy to cheap shot Kamala Harris. It's the easiest thing in the world to do. I don't think the woman understands anything. That, and I don't think she understands the border or the economy or the Middle East. I don't think she knows. Now, Biden, a little more seasoned, but because of his condition where he goes in and out of reality, because I did see him in the last two weeks have some kind of thought process that made sense. So that told me he's not completely over the side. He's got good days and bad days, as Ronald Reagan had, if you read Killing Reagan. Some days he was right on it, and other days he wasn't. Okay. So... The last part of this analysis is why now Kamala Harris? Because there is trouble in River City, Potomac River City. The Democratic Party knows Joe Biden might not make it. His poll numbers continue to slip. He has not distinguished himself in the Hamas-Israel situation. He has not. Okay, Americans don't have confidence. The stock market is getting killed. That will translate in 2024 into a weaker economy. You take all that equity out of the corporate system, it's going to come back. The Democrats know 
it's a 50-50 on Biden. He might not be there. He might have to resign. So they've got to prop up Kamala Harris. And in Whitaker's voiceover, he kept saying, she's involved, she's involved, she's there every day. She's this, she's that. It was no design. That was had to happen in order for her to be delivered. Now, again, I don't think they made any deal, but there are unsaid deals. Anyway, it's a fascinating exercise. They're trying to prop up Kamala Harris in case she's got to step in, all right, as being, you know, somebody who's there and understands, is involved, and whatever. Yeah, she's involved with the border. She doesn't do anything just like Biden doesn't do anything every single day. They never do anything. They have no solutions. Didn't they start to build a wall a month ago or so? Oh, yeah, we're going to build a little wall now. What happened to that? Ugh, it's awful. That's a memo. Recession and inflation are here. Gas, housing, and everyday goods are up, way up. And you want to be ready for any situation. So what would you do if there's no food on the shelf? Arc Heirloom Seeds are here to help. Did you know 99% of seeds sold today can't reproduce? With Heirloom Seeds, you only have to plant once. Then you can grow year after year, giving you and your family stability and security because things are getting crazy out there. Our all-in-one seed kit provides everything you need to grow your own food. This premium seed kit has a over 65 varieties, 50,000 seeds in stores for 15 years. You'll also get our exclusive seed guide to make growing a no-brainer. Arc Seed Kits is a family-owned and operated business and the most trusted name in the nation for over 15 years. Our mandate is to get heirloom seeds into every home in America. Go to arcseedkits.com today and get free shipping by entering promo code podcast. That's arkseedkits.com, promo code podcast. Get your seeds, get prepared, get growing. arcseedkits.com. Sorting through your expenses, estimated payments, and all those tax deductions can be overwhelming, might even lead to a failure to file and failure to pay penalties that pile up on your tax debt. The attorneys at Tax Network USA have been lifesavers for many Americans. Their team has successfully saved clients more than $1 billion in tax debt, a billion. Whether you're in the hole for $10,000 or $10 million, they are ready to help. The expert attorneys and tax professionals at Tax Network USA are equipped to secure the best settlement for you and help you resolve all tax cases. So please go to taxnetworkusa.com bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. These debt relief programs are expected to change, so get started now. Please go to taxnetworkusa.com slash bill, or you can call 1-800-245-6000. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. All right, so uh, the president didn't do anything today, but he and the first lady uh, hosted some trick-or-treating. Boy, I should have dressed up, you know, like Jesse Waters. I should have dressed up like Waters and gone to the White House for trick-or-treating. <laughs> I don't know if they would have let me in. They like him less than they like me these days. They didn't do anything. President. Oh, yeah, another light Monday. All right, Israel latest. We don't have a lot for you that you have not heard if you're following the story. It's a slow roll in for the Israeli defense forces, okay? They're not blitzkrieging in. They're, they're rolling in slowly, which is smart because they... Collateral damage is what they have to worry about. 
You know, you machine gun down five young children, you're hurting yourself. In addition to the dead kids on a humanitarian level. You got to be very, very targeted in this. All right. So that's number one. Um, Number two, um, the demonstrations around the world have peaked. All right. Except in Russia and places like that where they're encouraged. The government encourages them. Putin hates the Jews. Um, But what's really interesting is the United States presence in the Middle East, which is mounting. So you use five warships now, U.S. warships there, three in the Red Sea. Look at the map. The Red Sea goes up to southern Israel, does not touch Gaza. But the warships are there because they can easily hit targets and block missiles. And then there are two carriers in um, the Mediterranean Sea. Okay, Dwight D. Eisenhower and another one. So those are being positioned. Gerald Ford is the other carrier. So planes, U.S. planes can do damage if they have to. And it's a warning to Iran in particular. So Iran starts to do anything, bang. Israel will take care of them, and they're capable of that. But the United States is there as backup and to evacuate people if necessary. Okay. The seas fire people in uh, America. Fascinating story. So I asked my producer over the weekend, just find me one person advocating a ceasefire between Israel and Hamas. And we want to bring them on, the no spin news, and talk. We called about 50 people, most of the academics. We didn't want nuts, okay? We wanted people who are currently employed at universities or think tanks or whatever it may be. So MSNBC could get 50 out of 50. Every person that we call would go on MSNBC, but nobody would come on here. Two reasons. Number one, they fear me. They can't beat me in the debate. They know that. Because if there is a ceasefire, that means Hamas wins. There's there's no doubt about it. They get to keep all of their weapons, and they're not held accountable for the thousands of people they murdered, thousands of Jews. They win. And Israel shows weakness, which means there'll be more attacks. Not like Hamas is going to go, oh, we're sorry, we'll never do it again. No. So anybody calling for a ceasefire has got to know that, that that's a surrender by Israel. There was no ceasefire call for in the United States after 9-11. There's only radical loons, and they were marginalized. You didn't see them, didn't hear them. All right? So we continue to this day to dismantle the Islamic Jihad all over the world. You don't hear about it because most of those operations are top secret. But we're assassinating the jihadists. And killing the killers takes you right through that. Okay. So I'll just give you two examples. I got all the names who turned us down. It's amazing. Um, David Sheffer, all right, senior fellow at the Council on Foreign Relations. So he's called for ceasefire, all right? This CFR is a pretty big organization in America. Now, you figure, David, if you really believe the ceasefire, well, come on, defend it to people who are skeptical of it, like me, right? Try to persuade me. Try to give me facts. No. 
He won't. He's afraid. He's a coward. I'm going to use that word. He's a coward. And then we called Rashid Khalidi, a Palestinian-American who works as a historian at Columbia University. So Miss Khalidi, he's a Palestinian. She could tell me how they're persecuted and how Israel murders them. And I, you know, I, 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 no, she won't. But there's another reason other than fear of me. Remember after the George Floyd uh, killing, there were all the riots. Remember that? And there were millions of Americans defending the riots. Remember the CNN correspondent? standing in front of the fire, the building on fire, saying, oh, the demonstration is largely peaceful. (laughs) Like, okay. Um, There, you could justify the rioting and not pay a price. And people did, every day. They justified violence in the streets to protest the George Floyd killing. And they went on television to do it. And there was no backlash to him, nothing. And very few rioters were held accountable. They weren't prosecuted. Their cases were dismissed. They weren't arrested in some places. New York City didn't do anything. Everybody stood down. There was no fear, not as fear. This is the counterculture changing. The cancel culture coming back on the people who invented it, the progressives. This is what I read about in Killing the Witches, the cancel culture used exclusively up to this point to marginalize and destroy traditional conservative Americans. Okay? Now, if you get out there on television and you are anti-Israel, pro-Hamas, you can pay a price. You pay a price. You, that'll get around. So they're afraid to do it. Now, they'll do it in spots on MSNBC, NBC News, very, very friendly to that point of view, no doubt about it, even though the management of Comcast that owns NBC News, very, very frightened. Because they're far, they've gotten away with the far left stuff. It's different than Fox. See, Fox, they're a conservative network now. When I was there, it wasn't, there were always traditional bent there, and a lot of conservative watch, but it was, you know, 60... 2020, 60 traditional, 20 liberal, 20 uh, independent, and sometimes even lower on the conservative side, according to surveys that we took. Now it's 95% Fox is conservative. But they're not advocating extremist points of view other than the voting machine thing, which they paid a billion dollar price for. Okay, they're basically taking a conservative position now at FNC. So they're not in the, yeah, Hamas's good zone, which is a loon zone. There's a difference. So just summing up, these ceasefire people, these pro-Hamas people, they know they are in danger for the cancel culture. Mike Pence drops out of the race, no surprise, um, didn't get any traction. Uh, There's down to... Uh, three, really, DeSantis, Haley, and, uh, well, Ramaswamy, he's going to drop out, Ramaswamy. Uh, these three won't, okay? They'll stay, 
And the debate, the next debate is November 8th, uh, a week from Wednesday. NBC has it. Trump won't show up. Nobody will watch it. Um, it doesn't matter. Now, the reason Pence dropped out is that he wouldn't have gotten into the debate because he doesn't have 4% in the national polling. So I was like, I don't want to be embarrassed here. I'm going to get out. I think Pence will ultimately endorse Trump. Trump wants his endorsement. I mean, but uh, I think that'll actually happen. But at this point in history, and this could change because Trump is Trump, never know what's going to happen on Thursday with him. Um, Trump's got it. Lockdown. He'll be the nominee. And he's set to testify um, next Monday, New York City's civil case. He'll take the stand. Donald Trump Jr. is going to testify this Wednesday. We'll cover uh, Eric Trump Thursday, Ivanka Trump Friday. Although Ivanka's lawyers are trying to appeal us because she was not really a technical part of the Trump organization. They may win that. You might not see Ivanka, but you will see Donald and Eric because they ran the Trump organization. But We'll, uh, we'll do that. Now, the press will crucify anyone named Trump. Crucify them. Doesn't matter what they say on the stand. Doesn't matter if they were eloquent. Doesn't matter if they have a good defense. It doesn't matter at all. Okay? The press will crucify all three of them. And you know it. I'm, I'm telling you some of you know. Let's go to the border. So we're talking about Kamala and blaming Congress and, you know, blah, 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 all this nonsense. So according to Customs and Border Patrol, these are people on the ground, 10 million migrants have illegally entered the United States since Biden has been president. 10 million. Now, I've always used the uh, number eight, and everybody else used four. Now it's 10. 10 million. So when I go on News Nation uh, tonight and Wednesday... I'm going to throw that out. I don't know how they can give pushback. It's CBP data. So 400,000 last year of Trump, 10 million surpassing three years of Biden. So that's what? More than 3 million a year. 400,000 under Trump, 3 million under Biden. Right? No wonder Kamala can't answer the question. Spring is the perfect time to make smart financial moves like getting life insurance to protect your family. Did you know that 46% of Americans expect to leave behind debt? Policy Genius Life Insurance can cover those debts like mortgages, credit cards, car loans, college costs. In our Smart Life segment, understand that life insurance gets pricier with age, and work coverage may fall short. Policy Genius simplifies by comparing quotes from top companies and ensuring unbiased advice. Their award-winning agents are ready to assist. So don't wait. Spring into action and secure your family's future. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 a year for $1 million of coverage. Head to policygenius.com to get your free life insurance quotes. That's policygenius.com. Hollywood is under siege, covertly compromised by a global adversary. 
The same Hollywood that sold the American dream to the world is now making nightmares a reality. The American way of life is being censored by the Chinese Communist Party. Some films have scenes completely altered. Other films have lost their funding or been canceled altogether. Some actors have been banned from China for supporting human rights. Hollywood Takeover is a documentary brought to you by the Epoch Times, revealing how the CCP has infiltrated major movie studios. Join Chris Fenton, a former Hollywood executive, and Tiffany Meyer, an investigative news reporter, through their journey in exposing how the film industry gradually lost its integrity on its path to profits. Don't miss the most important documentary ever made about Hollywood. For a limited time, watch the first 10 minutes for free on HollywoodTakeover.com slash Bill. That's HollywoodTakeover.com slash B-I-L-L. All right, mass shootings. So, Lewiston, Maine, the whole nation grieves. So, is it 18 innocent human beings killed? For no reason. The guy's a nut. He kills himself. Good. He's not on a planet. I'm glad he's dead. I'm sorry. I, I hope that's not a sin, uh, but I am. But over the weekend, there were a number of other mass shootings that you didn't hear about because the media does not report these. It only reports the lone gunman, usually white, gunning down innocent people. So in Indianapolis, one dead, nine injured. Okay. Um, Young people at a party, Halloween party, thug comes in, bang, 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 bang. Tampa, two dead, 16 injured. Same thing. Party. Stephen Phillips been arrested. Mixed race guy. Male, of course, always males, uh, guns them down. Then in Chicago, all right, four dead, uh, two stabbed, so that's six altogether, 31 injured, 31. Six women, nine men shot, all by thugs. Drug gang people, guys running around, criminals, pop, 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 pop. So um, 565 mass shootings so far this year. In America, according to the Gun Violence Archives, more than 90%, I think it's 95, have been these people, these thugs, but no coverage, no media coverage on that, no Biden coverage. Why? Doesn't fit into the narrative. All right, ban the guns. Now, it could fit into the narrative, but then you'd have to take action against the drug gangs. You have to do that. And the Biden administration don't want to do that because most of the drug gangs are minorities. That's what it is. I mean, it's just colossally crazy. That's our country today. Bud Light. So, you know, I don't drink beer. I'm so happy I don't drink beer. So this is what I look like. 36-inch waist. I'm decent shape for my uh, age. Um, I don't drink beer. I don't drink wine. I don't drink anything. I'm boring. I am. I admit it. Um, so Bud Light, of course, the trans thing, and they lost their uh, entire audience, it seems. So now they've announced that they're going to give $3 million in academic scholarships for, to families of fallen or disabled first responders. That's nice. Although $3 million... Got to tell you, Bud Light, that's not a lot. Okay? It's not. <laughs> I've, in my lifetime, I've given about $10 million to scholarships. And I, I don't, I'm not Anheuser-Busch. 
So I think you're doing it to try to get on the right side of the folks. So if one guy, me, can give 10 million, you give three? I know it costs a lot to feed the Clydesdales, but I got overhead too. Smart life. Matthew Perry. 54 years old, never met him. I met Joey once on the Friends. I don't know the ladies. Um, um, and Perry was very talented, I thought. I thought he was uh, extremely uh, bright. And he had a mate. You know, the Friends' success uh, was residuals. He didn't have any money problems for the rest of his life. But he was uh, a drug addict and an alcoholic. He says in his book, Perry does, he spent $9 million on addiction. 14 stomach surgeries, 15 rehab stays, therapy twice a week for 30 years, and then he bought all the dope. The booze you can buy, that's not a lot, but the dope cost him. So he's dead. And they say he drowned in his hot tub, which I don't believe for a second. Um, But I don't, they say also, the initial reports, there's no narcotics in the house. Toxicology hasn't come back yet. I have no blanket idea. What I do know, 100%, is that Matthew Perry is dead at age 54 again because he was a drug addict. See, you can kick it. You can get off it. But the damage it does to your body stays. So if you're taking heroin, fentanyl, methamphetamine, cocaine, all these powerful drugs up here, and in your body, particularly your heart, okay, you're going to damage yourself beyond fixing. So this is why I put this in Smart Life. So it's not my job to be your keeper, but I want you around. Now, I know people who every night drink vodka or wine or whatever until they pass out. These are people who function the next day. I know them. They're going to die way before they should. Liver disease, whatever it may be. I guess they know that. I guess everybody knows it. If you're going to take illegal narcotics, particularly the powerful stuff, you're going to die. 54? He's off the planet? Now, a lot of people say, well, he had a disease. Oh, you know... There's a predisposition. It's in my family. My maternal grandfather and my first cousin died of alcoholism. Irish have a very high ratio of that. That's one of the reasons I never drank, because I was playing sports all the time and I was involved in other activities. Plus, I knew if I drank, I'd be in the penitentiary with my personality. So I I just never bothered with it, ever. And I'm so glad. Not only did I say, and I tell this to the urgent, you know how much money I've saved by not drinking alcohol? I mean, cocktails now in an upscale place are 15 to 20 bucks a piece. How much money I've saved over all these years? And I can give it to the scholarships. So if you are trapped in some kind of dependence on substance, just Don't do it. I know, I know it's easy for me to say, I know. But if you want to stay around, you got people who love you, you got to stop. Smart life. 
All right, this day in history, here's a really good story. So in um, 1938, there was no TV. Can you imagine that? No cell phones, no TV. I mean, the, the urchins today, wouldn't, they couldn't survive. Everybody listens to the radio, all right, for entertainment. Burns and Allen, Jack Benny, I mean, everybody listens, okay? 1938. So a guy named Orson Welles, you may have heard of him, big actor, okay, Citizen Kane. There's Orson. He puts on a radio show for CBS Radio Network. It's called the Mercury Theater. And he puts on the War of the Worlds. Roll the tape. Of heavens, something wriggling out of the shadow like a gray snake. Now it's another one and another one and another one. They look like tentacles to me. Oh, yeah, I can see the thing's body now. It's large. It's large as a bear. It glistens like wet leather, but that face, it's... Ladies and gentlemen, it's indescribable. I can hardly force myself to keep looking at it. It's so awful. The eyes are black and they gleam like a serpent. The mouth is that kind of V-shaped with saliva dripping from its rimless lips. It seems to oh, those quiver and pulsate and the monster or whatever it is can hardly move. It seems weighed down by uh, possibly gravity or something. Now, the people listening, some of them thought it was a real news report. So police stations were flooded with calls and, and people got in their cars and kind of drove away when they thought the Martians were coming after them. It was huge. It was a huge, huge story. And Orson Welles is a provocateur, if you know anything about him. But there was widespread panic 85 years ago today in the United States. Now, I'm going to play you in the final thought uh, a clip of what we did on Friday night on our live show which was about uh, right and wrong. That's what the theme of the show was. And then we got a good mail segment. We'll be right back. Born from the tragedy of 9-11, the Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been delivering on its promise to do good and never forget the sacrifices of America's greatest heroes. Heroes who put their lives on the line to protect our country and our communities. Heroes like Bristol, Connecticut Police Sergeant Dustin DeMonte. After responding to a domestic violence incident, he sustained fatal gunshot wounds. He left behind his expectant wife and two children. Thanks to the generosity of people like you, Tunnel to Towers paid the mortgage on the DeMonte family home, lifting a financial burden. As his loved ones mourned the decorated officer's loss, they welcomed a miracle, the child he would never get to meet. So many families need your help. Please help America's heroes and their young families. Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. 95 cents out of every dollar you donate goes to their programs. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. I'm Mike Slater from the podcast Politics by Faith. This is a crazy time in our country. It's stressful, a lot of anxiety, and it's going to get worse. And I realized that one of the things that helps me take away the stress is realizing that there's nothing new under the sun. So on this podcast, we take the news of the day and we run it through the Bible and other periods in history to realize that we've been through this before and we can rise above again. Politics by faith, anywhere you listen to the podcast. Politics by faith. Let's go to the mail. Sinclair Short, Aiken, South Carolina. Why does Israel not take out Iran's ports and oil refineries? right now, uh, because that would start a bigger war. And you'd make Iran a victim. You can't do that unless Iran does something first. Now, I know they've done something by training Hamas and arming Hamas and funding Hamas. 
I know that. But it's got to be more visible. Bill Forrest, Woodbridge, Virginia, Hamas jihadists believe they have the right to kill anybody, even innocent people and children. What other theology promotes this kind of barbarism? There is, Hamas is not a theology. Now, I know you use the word jihadist holy war, but that's just basically uh, a rationalization for terrorists to do what you said they did, Bill. It's kill children. It's not a theology. It's not a religion. It's a movement. Leslie Habernick, Dallas, Texas, you said in a broadcast, uh, the Biden administration still maintains the program that you described in killing the killers. That's right. If so, why haven't we heard about the retaliation for numerous attacks on American bases? Because they're top secret. But you're not going to hear it. There's no reporters in the area. In Africa in particular, uh, American special forces engage a lot. But you're not going to hear it because... The government doesn't want people to know where our forces are and what they're doing. But again, that's what Killing the Killers tells you. Bonnie, we are doomed civilization already past the point of no return. When half the country despises the other half and considers their political opponents the greatest threat to the country, there is no coming back. Cycles, Bonnie, historical cycles. Okay, so we could come together. I think critical mass is approaching. I think the progressive far left is going to take a big hit. But 24 is a key election in our nation's history, no doubt about it. Joe, concierge member, Joe gets access to me. And I want to just mention, some of you concierge members, uh, you all have a special email address. Some are using the one for everybody, bill at billoreilly.com, bill at billoreilly.com. That's not the concierge address. You got to use the concierge address if you want me to give you the personal advice you seek. I can't do it on this band, Bill at BillOReilly.com. Does that make sense to you? We give you the, not secret, but the uh, concierge address so you can get right through to us quickly. Joe, your comments on the mass shooting. Nothing has changed since the Second Amendment was written. In fact, that individuals and their loved ones are at risk of becoming victims of violent crime more than they were in 1776. Unless you have your own protective services, you are the only person that can protect yourself. And that is why the Second Amendment exists. But there are areas that have to be regulated. And the courts, the Supreme Court as well, have designated that. But they can't ban guns or ban the sale or ban ammunition. They can't do anything like that. Al, right and wrong, what a novel concept. Tell that to the youth of today. Oh, wait, you'll need to text them instead. Absolutely, that's what it is. Right and wrong is dissolving in America. That's bad. And I'm going to show you in a minute on the live show. That was the theme. Stuart Johnson, Rockport, Maine. Beautiful town. Bill, there are two groups on welfare, the cannots and the will nots. I'm willing to support the cannots. Absolutely right. There are millions of Americans who want a handout and they're not going to work. They're going to be addicts or whatever. And not, and they shouldn't get it. Susan Kramer, Loveland, Ohio. I almost could not finish killing the witches. Uh-oh, Susan, uh-oh. But thanks for the scare. I really enjoyed reading about the life of Benjamin Franklin. So much history I didn't know. Halloween tomorrow, killing the witches tonight. Okay. It is the best Halloween book. Edgar Allan Poe is jealous. 
Feeling the witches. Still going strong after five weeks in the marketplace. Big, big hit. And we thank you all who have supported the book. Jay Smart, Colorado Springs, just finished Killing the Witches. Wow, thanks for all the killing books. I'm saving them for my grandchildren to read. Maybe one of the only ways to teach them history. Now, if you get all 13, you go from the Mayflower all the way through to modern times. I've accomplished what I want to accomplish. Stephen, I wish I had a way to post that non-members to BillOReilly.com could see. There are a lot of benefits. I saved $150 a month on insurance through PolicyGenius.com. Way to go. PolicyGenius.com. On Bill's advice in the Smart Like segment, I went to the unclaimed money and got $100. We're looking out for you. There's no doubt about it. Chris Alonzo, Edison, New Jersey. I was at the live show Friday. You were witty and funny, O'Reilly. Topics brought me back to my upbringing. Very similar. And that's why we did it. Pamela Bryant, Port Washington, New York. I intended the live show. Just want to say thank you for letting me figure out my thoughts about right and wrong. And there are many other people who feel the way I do. And they were all there in Huntington. Okay, that clip coming up. Okay, I'd like you to visit. On Wednesday, we're going to have our Christmas store official opening. And we're going to have really good, we'll save you a lot of money on gifts. Uh, and a lot of specials that we've never had before. So you're going to like them. Uh, so go in there now. Um, Paul Manis is done. But Killing the Witches and a polo of your choice and a three-month BillOReilly.com premium membership gift card. It's only $59.95. You can start it off right now. Word of the day, do not be super supercilious. Super, S-U-P-E-R, C-I-L-I-O-U-S. I use that word a lot, running to us. All right, back with the live clip in a moment. So, okay, here it is. Friday night, packed house, Huntington, Long Island. Uh, Sid Rosenberg, WABC, and myself delivered a live program, and the theme was right and wrong. We're not teaching that to the urchins now. It's disappearing. This is why you're seeing this insane Hamas stuff. Right and wrong in America. Oh, we don't want judgments. Oh, no, 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 no. But we did it in a humorous way. I'd leak. Folks were laughing. I heard them. Roll the tape. Now, I am a guy who thinks about values. And that's what this show in New York State of Mind is essentially all about. It's about values. So our values back then were, there's a right and there's a wrong, all right? And you do what's right, or we lock you in your room for 18 months. <laughs> and, you know, that was it. That, it wasn't a lot of complexity. So I can just imagine my father a lot now. And I would come in and say, Dad, I, like, I want to have a conversation with you. Is that all right? And, Maybe he would and maybe he wouldn't. It depends if Ed Sullivan was on or, or what, you know? So I go, let's talk about our white privilege. <laughs> can you imagine? Can you imagine? Would you please pass the fish sticks and we'll talk about white privilege? It was stunning. And then the other conversation would be, when I was about 16, I'd go in and go, you know, Dad, I'm thinking about going trans. <laughs> Somehow, 
I can't even imagine. Can you imagine those conversations with your parents? All right. So I took you from back then all the way up to now through that show. Now we're going to have putting it together now some mechanism where you'll buy you'll see some of that. Um, I'm not, we haven't quite figured it out yet what we're going to do with it, but it was a really good show. I want to thank the Doyle brothers at uh, Huntington and the theater and everybody who showed up. Thank you very much for supporting the live show. It was a lot of fun to do. It's different than the Miller shows that we used to do. A lot more personal and uh, we may do a few more of them. You know, I hope so. And uh, thank you very much for watching and uh, listening on our 300 radio stations to the No Spin News. Tomorrow Halloween, we'll have some interesting things on this program, and we'll see you then. The media has systematically lied to you. The Hunter Biden laptop story, the origin of COVID-19, the Trump-Russia collusion hoax, or how your money's being spent in Ukraine. Enough already with the lies. No more lies, hard truths only. That's what the Truth Podcast is all about. It's not standard conservative talking points. If you want that, go somewhere else. But if you want the hard truth delivered to you in a way that challenges you and will challenge me intellectually, you're not going to find anything like this on the internet. Subscribe, download now, the truth.